Welcome to the Rock and Road Podcast, episode eight. And a very exciting episode this week. My special guest is Dave Hill from Slade. Plus, we have a review of the Jag. Has to be said like that, Jag. And this is the F-Type R new 2020 model. Very exciting. Also this week, details of a competition where you can win a Super Soco CUX moped and a CBT. Plus, as always, a little snippet of the boys, Harley and Dexter, and a bit more on my driving and car history. Following on from last week, telling you about the Vauxhall Calibra, this week I'd managed to move up another notch and I upgraded to a BMW. I'd moved to Brighton by this point, it was 1999, and I bought a BMW 3 Series, a 318. This was my first experience of more high-end cars. It was a second-hand one, but to me, incredibly posh and luxurious. Now, I didn't ruin this car. In fact, I adored it. I would wash it and polish it most weekends, inside and out. And I found a little video from 1999 of me taking the dog to the beach in that car, which I'm going to put on the Rock and Road Pod socials. Now, the car after this was up another level. Oh, yes, and that was because I discovered something called HP Finance. So I was able to get something even better. A BMW 320 convertible with a button-operated electric roof. Now, back in those days, I was living in Brighton, but I was doing a lot of voiceovers in central London and at the BBC at White City. So I'd drive through central London with the roof down, music blaring, Daisy Dog in the passenger seats with her ears flapping in the wind. I loved it. So that's two cars in a row there with no accidents and no speeding tickets and no issues. Well, I say no issues. There was a tiny issue when it came to trading in the BMW convertible, but I'll save that for next week. Now, as always, let me see some of your early cars. Post them to me on the socials. I'd love to hear from you. Now, back to 2020, and it's my review of the Jag. I am currently sitting in the most expensive car I've ever sat in in my whole life. This car is worth £108,000. Now, let me tell you about the size of this engine, because last week I was on a 2.5-litre motorbike. This week, I'm in a 5-litre car. And you know my track record with speed. Why do people keep trusting me with these mega vehicles? Now, this is a supercharged 5-litre V8. So that means it's got eight big chunky cylinders pumping more air into the engine, increasing the performance. The 0-60 on this thing is 3.5 seconds. This car is up there now with the Audi R8 and the Porsche 911. And we'll start with the visuals. Well, I'm sitting inside of it right now, and it's black and mainly tan leather. The tan leather looks nicer than it sounds. It's really stunning and offsets all of the black. And on the A pillar at the sides, it's suede. Let's pull down the sun visor. This is tiny, but it's only a small windscreen. Open the little vanity mirror, no light. I'd just like to point out, this is the second car I tried recently without a lit mirror there. Light it up, please. The media centre in the middle, well, this is familiar to me because remember that E-Pace I had last year from Jaguar? It's the same sort of thing. Further down, we have the button for the roof, which comes off in a matter of seconds. And you can put up and down whilst you're driving at 30 miles an hour or less. So that feels very posy. It's got a button for a spoiler at the back. The DSC control, a handbrake button. No lever these days, just a little button. Two cup holders, two USB points. And behind me, well, there's absolutely no room for any bags or storage. It's literally a two-seater. If you want to put your bag in, it's got to go in the boot. 
The seats are controlled electronically with three memory settings, so you and your partner can quite comfortably get in without arguing over the seat being adjusted. And all the controls are on the door, so there's no fiddling around below your right leg. It's there on the door, you've got an up and down, back and forwards, and a lumbar as well. Now, I mentioned the boot. Bad news. You press release on the boot key, and that just pops it open. It doesn't open the boot fully. With this kind of price tag, I want an automatic button-operated boot. Now, let's go for a spin. Let me show you what this sounds like when you start it up. Now, as you know, I prefer high-up vehicles, so this is a bit of a shock to the system. I feel like I'm literally sitting on the ground. The power on this engine is incredible. Woo! Check it out. I can feel my body just pressing against the seat, my head thrown back into the headrest. It is so powerful. I'm doing the speed limit here, but I feel like the acceleration is not even trying. So much welly in this vehicle. Now, if I was in a position where I could drive this car as fast as I wanted, the top speed of this particular model is 186 miles an hour. And I can well believe it because, as I say, I'm just tapping the accelerator. We're doing 70. I feel like I'm, I'm just using a tenth of its power. Now, this car is really wide as well as being low down, so it grips the road like glue. And when I normally go into a corner, I come off the accelerator and then accelerate on the way out of the corner. On this car, you can just leave the accelerator down and it just goes around like a little rocket. What I like about this is it's got that Jaguar luxury, but it's also got that breakneck performance. Harley's just got in. What do you think of the car, Harley? I think it's very nice and posh and leather. You asked me to pick you up from school today and you came running down the road. Yes. You like it? Yeah. Okay, let's go for a spin. Can we do donuts? Do what? Donuts. What's a donut? So you drive around, the, you drive the car around in circles really fast. No. Okay. Yeah, it usually makes marks on the road. Just doing a three-point turn. There's absolutely no welly in the reverse gear at all. So if you want to do a quick manoeuvre, you can't. So you slam it in forwards and then slowly move backwards. How can you go forwards? I don't know. There's just no power in the reverse. Which way should we go, left or right? Uh, whichever way is longer. Should we go through the town pose? So that was Harley and I going for a bit of a pose. Now, when I went to pick up the other boy, Dexter, who's seven years old, he's never been in a convertible before. He's never even seen one. This was his reaction when I put the roof down. Leave it open, leave it open, <laughs> leave it open. Yes! This is epic! Yes! Epic! Woo! No. You are my cat! <gasps> this is epic! <laughs> you like it then? Yes, but it's very fast. Great reaction from Dexter there. And honestly, the G-force on that car when you accelerate is unbelievable. Another thing to note was you could have the roof down in winter because the heating system is superb. When the roof goes down, this extra vent pops up in the middle and keeps you nice and warm.
There's pictures of me in the car and pictures of the car online, of course, for you to have a look at. Now, on to this week's special guest. Please welcome to the podcast, Dave Hill from Slade. Hi, Dave, how are you? Hiya, how are you, Liana? Very good on in myself. Um, obviously, like most other people, trying to keep occupied at home and obviously missing my big live shows that I do across the world. And I spent 50 years on the road, on and off the road, ever since I started when I was very young. And so to, to suddenly be feeling like you've had a plug pulled out your back and you're, you're suddenly going, oh, hang on a minute, what do I do now? And, and, and the lads are missing the guys, you know. Because um, the music's fun, you know. And I mean, Slade is probably one of the best bands at this time of year to go and see, obviously because of the Christmas song. But not only that, we've obviously just recently had a, a return to the charts with the greatest hits, which is a wonderful thing for us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just coming back to problem. your most famous song, Merry Christmas, Everybody. In 1973 alone, this sold over a million copies around the world. I mean, this song is enormous. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned your greatest hits album as well. But you've got another album that's just come out and it's called Slade's Crackers. Yeah, that is a really good album. And I think in, in a compliment to the Hits album, it works very well because you've got a picture of Nod blowing a balloon on the front, you know. But what we did, we went in this, this studio in, in London and we just went and did it over a course of a week. And all those tracks on there, we didn't spend hours on it. They have a live kind of feel. To be honest with you, it's an all-round winner. It's described as the ultimate Christmas party album to put everyone in the festive spirit, so it sounds perfect. Well, it's, it's, it's like the nature of the band, you know, if you think about when you mention Slade, they always smile at you, you know. It's a bit like me, you know, if I want to feel good, I usually either stick the Shadows Greatest Hits on because that's when I was 13, learning to play, or I put the Beatles on for the later period when I turned professional and grew my hair like George Addison, you know. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest with you, the journey's been incredible uh, for me. You're the sole continuous member of Slade, aren't you? Yes, I am the remaining man standing. Obviously, alongside Nod, the both of us are quite recognisable, as you probably aware and of course <laughs> me in the clothes and all the rest of it yeah you're a bit of a uh, fan of flamboyant stage clothes shall we say yeah well a lot of people say they used to tune into top of the pops to see what i'd wear this week you know there was a funny little story for you and ross stewart was the top of the charts at the time i can't remember if it was maggie may or what but i remember going into top of the pops and no one knew what i was going to wear you see lo and behold behind the behind the door was nod knocking on the door saying reveal your costume you see and i've got this outfit which i think is egyptian right i come out and they all fell about laughing and the manager <laughs> says dear he says here's a geordie you know dear he says another number one man <laughs> you know it's sort of like Looks like a metal nun. Ah, oh, this is the famous metal nun outfit, isn't it? You can Google that one and you'll see me on top of the pops. Anyway, the funny story was, and we knocked Rod Stewart off the top of the charts and I got the blame. It was a bit like, it's his fault, that nun. <laughs> it was in the papers. <laughs> I'd say, you write them and I'll sell them. And that was always the theory because you can have great songs, but you really need a package. You'll notice clothes, hairstyles, and I always had an iconic hairstyle uh, with a short fringe and long, long hair. Yeah, I so, remember. Uh, I don't know if you ever see Reeves and Mortimer doing a, a take on us called 
Slade living in a house, you know, like a joke. Yes. And Reeves and Mortar, the one dresses as not and one dresses as mean. They look just like us. You know. It's oh, so so funny. It, it's um, it, it's great. It, you can go on YouTube and watch it. Look, you'll have your own laughter. If you know what I mean. I love it that you find it funny as well. I mean, you just got a great attitude. And, and this is the kind of music I like. It's music that makes me feel happy. Yeah, well, you want to start your day well, don't you? And sometimes you, sometimes I, go, I pop out of my car and I even put that greatest hits on just to hear what it sounded like after all these years. <laughs> you mentioned your car just there. This is a podcast about uh, cars and motorbikes. Well, I know you're really into your cars. Tell us about your first car. When I was 18 and I passed my test, right, Mm. There was a famous aircraft called Spitfire. You all know that anyway. And it's a famous aircraft. But Triumph made a car called the Triumph Spitfire, right, which was really named after the aircraft. It was red and it was every bit a wonderful piece of kit, you know, to have as an 18-year-old boy. It had got a, a radio on it with push buttons, right, no cassettes, nothing like that in those days. Nice. So I tried Spitfire. And what was next? I'd seen, um, I think it was a Sunbeam Alpine. Now, I knew Cliff Richard had one, a Sunbeam Alpine, so I thought, well, Cliff Richard's had one of these, must be really good. So I got this Sunbeam Alpine, but what I didn't notice was the number plate. Ah, another legendary thing, the Yobba One number plate. Right. When we started to get known, I could afford, which I always wanted, was an old Cloud Rolls-Royce. Yeah. You know, a big body, grand. So I'll get one from a farmer, right? But I think I don't like the colour of this car, right? So I take it to a spray place. And I said, I want this car gold with cream on the roof. And I got this guy to design a, a guitar and he designed the colours for the car. But having YOB1... So it's meant I to say Yob1, is it? Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to be Yob1, but they were calling me, you know, Yobby. I'm looking at well, a picture of it right now, actually. Um, so you've got a gold Rolls Royce with a cream roof and you're in front of the car with stripy black trousers yeah. and a white jacket. Yes, that's right. Yes, and that's a very famous picture. I've put that on the Rock and Road podcast Instagram and socials if you want to take a look. OK, what is your current car? Bringing you right up to date, the one car I'd never tried in my life or ever had was a Porsche. And I went into a showroom and there was a McCann of course, I got inside of it. I was gobsmacked. It was the console of the inside that really got to me. It was leathery. It was lots of buttons and the screen lit up with a massive sat nav oh, wow. image. Um, you couldn't tell where the gears changed because they've, they've got a, what they call two gearboxes in it. So that led to the, me buying the Porsche. Which, in COVID, it's nice to hop in it and play the music. What sort of um, music do you listen to in the car? Your, your playlist or the radio? I listen to everything, which could be anything from Nina Simone to Andre Bocicelli, or it could be rock, or it could be 60s music. Play jazz as well. I can play Glenn Miller, which I love. Swing music, old songbooks of American, you know, Irving Berlin and Cole Porter and all those people. I, I love great melodies and um, I could be listening to Doris Day. So what a wide, be, what a... <laughs> to say quite a wide range of music then, Dave. Oh yeah, I mean I love Doris Day, I think she's a great singer and you know, it's like that one song, you know, Que Sera, and you don't know what will no. be or be and I think that's life right now, isn't it, you know, you know, with the vaccine and everything now, with a, a light in the tunnel, exactly. I hope I can go and play 
great music to our public. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you live again. You've got a new album out called Slade's Crackers, the ultimate Christmas party yeah, album. Yeah, great album. Uh, thank great you album. very much, Dave, for joining us on the Rock and Road podcast. Uh, really nice to know you. May, may meet you one day, eh? I'd love to, Dave. Hey. I hope to meet you in real life soon. Thank you so much. Take care. Be safe. So in addition to the new Slade Christmas album, other albums that have just come out are Supergrass, Live on Other Planets. All proceeds from the album will be donated to help small independent music venues stay afloat. That is brilliant, so worth noting down, Supergrass, Live on Other Planets. The new Smashing Pumpkins double album has just come out called Sia. White Stripes have just released a Greatest Hits album, their first ever Greatest Hits. Meanwhile, if you like the Stereophonics or if you like their lead singer Kelly Jones, check this out. Kelly Jones has just released a new solo album. It's called Don't Let the Devil Take Another Day. And in this one, Kelly Jones reimagined some Stereophonics classics, also some of his solo work, but done in an intimate live setting with some powerful stories between the songs. So that's Kelly Jones, his new album, Don't Let the Devil Take Another Day. Meanwhile, my classic album recommendation this week comes from Bad Company. It's another one of my old vinyls, but this is a classic that came out in 1973. Paul Rogers on vocals, of course. Mick Ralph's on guitar. Track one, the most well-known song, Can't Get Enough of Your Love. But other ones I really like are track three, Ready for Love. Sort of slow to mid-tempo song with a great melody. Side two, track one, is the title track of the album, Bad Company, which is a really great song with a story as well that goes with it. And then I think my favourite one on the album is called Moving On. This has got a real rock and roll vibe and I highly recommend you listen to this at full volume. I know I say that with a lot of music, but this one will sound great loud. Can I play my music full volume? Oh, hi, Harley. Uh, no, only me. I'm the only one allowed to play okay. full volume in this house. Um, can I say something? Yes. We are Venom. Harley's trying his art at becoming a voiceover artist. Uh, what do you think? We are Venom. <laughs> That's actually quite good. Now, have you got a Harley's philosophy this week? Yeah, I do. So, uh, uh, wait, let me introduce it. Harley's life philosophies. If a teacher can only learn only teaches one subject, then why is a child supposed to learn all the subjects? That's not really a philosophy. Can you can you hit us with another philosophy, please? Okay. Um, well, this isn't exactly a philosophy, but I can hit you for free. Um, anyway, so Santa was originally green, well, his suit was green, but then Coca-Cola, they decided to use him as an advertisement, but they turned his suit red because it fitted with the advert. Hmm, okay. Harley's interesting facts. So, uh, should I get the baseball bat and just hit you? No, thanks. Now, before Dexter plays us out, let me just quickly tell you about this competition, Super Soco. Do you remember I reviewed their motorbike in the very first episode of the Rock and Road podcast series? Well, they've launched a competition in conjunction with Motorcycle Live and the MCIA's Unlock Your Freedom campaign. Now, you can nominate a lockdown hero to win your freedom on two wheels. This is what you can win. A brand new Super Soco CUX moped and a CBT as well. You can nominate anyone from a frontline nurse, a teacher, a local business owner, to a neighbour that perhaps did someone shopping during lockdown, a friend who kept up morale, or your local delivery person, or of course, you. To enter this competition to win this moped, follow the link on the Rock and Road podcast socials, on Instagram at Rock and Road Pod and Twitter as well.
Now, in the last episode, Dexter played this out with his rendition of Since You've Been Gone by Rainbow. He's actually learnt a little bit more of that song, so he's going to play us out again this week. Thank you very much to Dexter for playing us out with rainbows since you've been gone. And whilst he just does that one more time, let me tell you to please subscribe, rate and review on all the different various outlets, Apple, Spotify, Google. And of course, it's on YouTube. Just search Leona Graham YouTube channel and you can watch the podcast with pictures and even a little bit of footage as well. Have a wonderful week and I'll catch you next time from Rock and Road Pod.